All right. Welcome, everyone. This is the new show called um, Old School New Vibes. This Facts. is the pilot. Uh, we got a lot of cool topics, a lot of um, interesting talking points. So we're going to let the old generation mix in with the new generation of today and mix in some ideas and, uh, you know, get some everybody's thoughts on current events, entertainment, music, sports, all, all kinds of cool shit. So, so in a nutshell... What you're saying is that this is where we're going to show the OGs was we had the better era. We had the better right? era. I don't know, man. I don't know. We we're going to put, we're gonna have to put that to the test. Yeah, ba- battle to, of the ages. Battle yes. of the ages. So basically. Introduce yourself. We're, we're, that, yeah, so I'll get to that. So um, that's the premise of the show. Hope you enjoy it. I'm your boy, Theme NYC. I'm uh, Gabar, little big bro. I like that. I am Ark Medina, and this is uh, old school, new vibe. This is uh, let's talk about this, man. Watch let's out. go. So I think from here we could cut it mm-hmm. and then do and then, the intro song, boom, yeah. and then come back in with okay. talk. So every I, yeah. So, so editing wise, we'll cut this out. Yeah. And then I'll go back in and say, welcome back, guys. Yada yada yada. Um, you can let you leave that playing because we gotta keep it synced with the camera. So I'm gonna go back and say welcome back, guys, and then and then you guys can take over. Okay, I see. Start talking. At that point, do you wanna? I mean, not that seating matters, but then it becomes that debate thing where we're both on one side versus. Because I feel like I will be leaving you out if it's just like me and you on. No, I I think I'll sprinkle in some thoughts. I'm saying as far as visually, because it'll be more so. Said it was didn't like you have. It wasn't like you had a stance. You see what I meant? Before it's like you're in the middle. Right. I get it. It makes sense. But we, I think once we get the third mic, it'll be, it'll be more just, comfortable. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. So, yeah. so that's our punishment for not having a, a third, a third mic. mic and a third camera. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll adjust as we go. Yeah. Let's try to make it work for this time around. All right. So welcome back. And uh, we'd just like to kick it off with uh, some talking points. i let uh, Gabar take the, take the helm here and, uh, you know, let's so, get started. Um, it's been some crazy times these past few months. Uh, what do you guys have? What have you been guys uh, guys have been doing for quarantine? Pretty much like how you've been staying busy, occupied. I see you. You're working, bro. I love what you're doing with the podcast, man. That's actually what inspired us to really get together and, and start a platform where we can share our ideas. Yeah, so um, I've been keeping busy. You know, I've been doing the nine to five stuff. I've been fortunate enough to work remotely, um, but also keep you know keep it going with some creative stuff doing some uh doing uh like a stuff about movies and and uh fights and stuff like that so which you know you have to bring that here that's amazing mm-hmm. i gotta applaud you for that the whole uh movie battles that's very genius Thank man you. and I, ha- I haven't seen that mm-hmm. so we need to coin that yeah before. yeah yeah we'll, we'll work on something and uh expand it expand it a little and at DMNYC on Instagram. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll put the uh, lower thirds and everything so everybody gets their get their um, shout outs for their for their social media and stuff like that. The magic of post production. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, what what you been doing, Bob? Um, try not to go crazy. Honestly, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> yeah, man, is us. this the age for information and technology? Like it's constant rapid bullet fire of information of what's going on i think the number one thing aside from what we all do in our personal lives is just staying sane you know it's it's a lot going on right now but you know we have to look on a better side and really push through to these end of these times i i, I agree and you know i mean just personally 
I got to even commend you how right now, you know, the people who aren't as fortunate to, to have jobs or work, you know, to find another avenue of, of making currency and the fact, you know, how you took up stocks and you're doing your online business. And I have to commend you for that as well. And this is what thank you, thank this new generation needs to understand that there's a lot of ways to make income. And when we solely just place it on one way of getting it, we limit ourselves when we do that, you know, and it's like, oh, I could only get money if I'm doing a nine to five or, or you know, the opposite of that or do something illegal. No, you know, there's many ways, man, you can cultivate a whole new income and a whole new pretty much career. But um, like Deem, I've been blessed too. Thank God to be able to work from home and just been busy with that and my family and also working out, doing a lot more yoga, which also helps the mind, you know, like, like you said, I have to agree with you there. Staying sane, that's probably everybody's yeah. main priority right that's now. That's all of our priorities, <laughs> not losing our shit and you gotta, keeping it together. You, know? you got to bust some of those yoga moves out and show the people at home how it's done. Facts. Yo, if Joe Rogan could do it, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> Word up. He could do it in his 50s. We right. could do it in our uh, 30s. Uh, yeah. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 teen, bro. 30 teen. Yeah, so I think what would be cool is we could do like little skits here and there mm -hmm. aside from the main show and... And just inserts, do, little yeah, clips. little inserts and shit like that. Um, this is the pilot, so we're still brainstorming ideas. Um, Don't we, worry, you know, we got lots of good ideas, yeah, lots yeah. of good debates, lots of good content coming. So, yeah. one topic that I know we're gonna bring up is music right now, right? Mm -hmm. What do you feel music? You think has it been impacted a lot by this quarantine right now? From, I mean, I'll take that to you because you're, you're yeah. listening to all the, the newer artists dropping music right now. So. I feel like as far as most popular music goes, and we're just going to reference it as far as rap or pop, you know, whatever is co consistently popular in pop culture, um, a lot of post-death albums have been very popular. You know, we have, like, as far as Jumping Off, that has the most attention. We have Pop Smoke, Rest in Peace. We have Juice World, Rest in Peace. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird time in music because you know especially at being the summertime you're expecting those summer bangers where people are out and they're celebrating they're listening to great type of music um but i feel like it has been a standstill to a degree i feel like aside of the certain tracks that get a little momentary hype there hasn't been anything that's like super groundbreaking you know yeah. how do you feel about those two um albums the pop smoke and uh um i think do you think they would have changed they would be really different if both artists were alive I personally think Pop Smoke's postmortem album was the best postmortem album um, because it's the closest to sounding like he was actually still alive and, you know, producing these tracks versus other tracks. Like, we can even go back to, like, X and um, Mac yeah. Miller where, like, the beat isn't necessarily flowing right with the way he's flowing. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of producer work, which, you know, much applause to the producer. You know, that's... that's who, who do you think had their hand in that? Because I know with Pop Smoke... When I heard that 50 Cent was going to do it, and I you know, love 50 Cent's sound, and, but it's his sound. Mm -hmm. I thought for a second, I was like, damn, is that going to influence Pop Smoke's sound, you know? Because they, they get compared all the time. They're like, oh, Pop Smoke is the new 50. So I thought that it was going to get tainted a little. And I don't mean tainted in a bad way, but you'll definitely see 50 Cent's signature. Did you hear any of 50 Cent's like, signature on um uh, I certainly did, but the beauty of it is that um, there's an interview with 50 Cent and Lil Wayne, and 50, by all means, was a 100% Pop Smoke fan. Like, he spoke very highly of him. He even noticed his demeanor, how like 
how alike it was to his. Um, and also, as the gossip or the word on the street goes, um, Pop Smoke's manager wasn't originally going to release his music because he just felt so distraught from everything. But, you know, oh, 50, wow. 50 said, you know, you can't, you can't leave people out of this. You can't leave them waiting, wanting more. You know, you have to do this. It's bigger than yourself. It's for everybody. And I feel like if it wasn't for 50, he wouldn't have been cleared for a lot of those samples on that album, too. That kind of, you know, show that 50 resemblance. You know, I think it's just working with the best of what you have. And he was a really talented dude, destined to do a lot. And, you know. All right. So piece. how about Juice World? See, with Juice World, I feel like, okay, it does sound like a lot of the music he already dropped. But after hearing so many, and this is funny, it was sad that I didn't know how talented he was until after he passed and got to see some of those freestyles, like hour-long freestyles, bro, that showed a whole different vibe. It showed more like he was from our era mm -hmm. than this era. So it, it got me to thinking, like, because, you know, shout out to Eminem, who also praised Juice World. He was like, damn, man. Like, he, he reminded, Juice World reminded him of their era of when they would just go up there and freestyle, which you really don't see anymore. So to see someone who's a pop star, you know, because he was a pop star, even though he was in hip-hop, but he was at that status already to really still have that backpack mentality and, like, come out and give you raw music. So I, that album, I don't know if it would have sounded the way it did because the fact that he was so nice at other things, I would have liked to hear some of that other freestyle kind of juice world on that album and um, I, I think he would have dropped some of that you know what do you think um see the thing with that is is like i completely understand because if an artist's not there to test the final works they don't really have that true finesse on the end of it you know um i agree i feel like he along with the more slower paced and sadder songs he would have had something with higher energy and more like lyrical content but i feel like that's also the misconception that a lot of people have about current generation's music it's like all of our greats and you know of course dating back to biggie and Pac, they had a short run and lots of music to spread throughout the years clearly not enough music but i feel like mm -hmm. our greats didn't really have that time to fully shine and become that star that they deserve to be and that's why the generation of our music is or our music generation um they're looked upon as like the the inferior to I just think we haven't had that true... I mean, great. granted, there are a bunch of great artists, but great artists that are also up and coming haven't really lived to see their life like, through, you know? And I guess for lack of a better term, um, or a better name, like a Drake, like there isn't a Drake of this yeah. era right now, right? There really isn't. Like, I don't see anyone that's that dominating the charts mm -hmm. or is th can show that kind of skill set of not only show that they're nice... Just I'm sorry, bro. Just tilt it towards you when yeah. you talk. Yo, don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> you sound that, much just better. Just put it in your mouth. He said, pause. Smother it. You see? The, the youngest is still saying pause, man. That's horror. Now, but yeah. Um, I don't see a Drake like of this era, too. And that's a great point. You, you know, a lot of them are passing away. And uh, it's just the, the climate that we're in, man. We're in, the, the like you said before, is an information age. And, and the good and the bad about that is that you have some good information and also some bad information out there. And depending on, on where you're at in your life, mentally, emotionally, you're going to gravitate to one of those. And it's really going to consume you. And sometimes when it does consume you, it's hard for you to see something else because it doesn't impact you more than what you're feeling at that moment. You know what I mean? But. Well, me personally, I've been... Uh I haven't really been listening to a lot of new artists. I just I, I got my old school playlist 
a lot of hardcore shit from the 90s. You know, some EPMD, some fucking... Uh, what? EPMD? I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back, man. Some Wu-Tang. Some I can't Nas. even ask him if he knows EPMD because this is the thing. Like, I'm taking it back to the classics. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of in a bubble in that sense, but I I did download the Joyner Lucas album, his new album. It's pretty, pretty dope. Pretty yeah, he's, I like He's I, nice. Uh, the new Run the Jewels album. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't, I haven't checked out the... I like that new the the, the new run the jewels, but I, I want to say that's still from our era, kind of, you know. Right, right. right. So, but I mean, like, but as far they as are music. able, yeah, they are able to to bring in a new sound and, and mm -hmm. exists right now. Mm -hmm. And Joyner Lucas is a good example of someone who represents some of that. Of, it's kind of like the both. Like, yeah. he, he does try to give some lyrical, you know, value and content, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I love it when I see like a lot of older rappers, you know, still be like have relative music right now you know what i mean like jay is forever gonna be relative but he's like yeah. one in a million but when you start hearing other mcs and like oh wow you know they don't even call them mcs like who uses mcs anymore you know what i mean like mm -hmm. but when you hear other skill talent and they still pay homage to that like shout out to griselda i love the fact that you know that shit is grimy yeah they, they got they that got griminess that you know what i mean like and and i love hearing that but how how do you think Griselda is being accepted in in the younger generation? Well, they're right being co-signed by a lot of like established artists, so I think that's helping them, you know, get that respect, that industry respect. Um, yeah, no, they definitely got the industry. I mean, come on, you got they signed to Shady, mm -hmm. and then um, Benny signed to to Rock Nation. That's like the two giants, bro. Jay Z and Eminem. Like, they got what the, else? Some Wu Tang co-signing them too. Yeah. So, right? but I I just you know. I hear it more from like my level of peers. I don't really hear the youngins still playing that. You know what I mean? So it's like I do want to keep because I also do music myself. So I want to keep a post on like what's really driving, and not that I want to exclude my era or who I am and just be like, oh, I'll try to be a, a new young cat. But I do know that everything moves forward. There's no moving back. So I do want to blend in bringing my sound and, and what I believe in my message into, you know, wrapped up in today's sound, you know? Right, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, th that's always been, like, part of the debate. It's like the older generation will look at the newer generation like your music is not like ours, but the younger generation is a product of the older generation, so whatever influences are seen right now is pretty much thanks to you guys. Um, whether you guys are a fan of it or not, you know, there's obviously bits and pieces that you guys um, uh, side with more. But um, again, it's like, I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Rap like the old school people, you know, oh, he sounds too much like, you know, even though Action Bronze is kind of in the middle, Action sounds too much like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't, you know? I just don't feel like a lot of these, for the most part, a lot of these new artists aren't, showing a lot of lyrical diversity and that's the era that i come from like you put thoughts into your lyrics your flow your delivery you know a lot of these guys they're just like singing through a lot of shit not to saying that's wrong but i just feel like back then we had more lyrical content and again it's up to the viewer like yeah. if, you, if that's what you're looking for then you know it's up to it's up to the, the viewer I, I, again I, I think there's like along with you guys liking um you know hip-hop for the lyrical content to that degree 
you know, you guys also listen to reggae. You listen to right. a lot of other stuff that was more of a feeling based. Right. Though again, reggae does have lyrical content to it as well. But a lot of the stuff you I don't understand to was none of the lyrics, but I love <laughs> <Rock up, laughs> like, all the all the hooky <laughs> jam right. joints from back Hence in the day. Hence the name too. It's vibes, bro. That's one thing I learned about this generation that with them is not so much about what you're rapping about or the stuff, but the vibe that you're producing, right? And it actually helped me even in creating music now. Like before, I would like be cracking my head trying to come up with the illest bars you know like oh but it, it won't really get appreciated people appreciate more of the feeling and the vibe that you're bringing out and i think that's a little bit of the difference right now this generation focuses on just a vibe and although i love it my plan is to bring in a little bit of the content but just deliver it in a in a vibe manner you know and i think what helps actually me and you sidebar we're actually related, you know. I'm his dad. I had him when I was like, I had him when I was like yeah, 11. Yeah. So I love talking to music with him about because he actually like enjoys even before our era. You know what I mean? Like he, he's listening to like pfft, fucking Beatles and like right, you know, right, way older than us. So I, I love that he can appreciate all types our, of music, all types of music. Right, so I love right, when right. we have these conversations, you know. But like when I hear him, like he's really into like Travis Scott, and I hear Travis Scott, and he's a genius. But um, Nas is like my Travis Scott pause. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. And, and, gotcha. so, and, and then it's like, okay, Nas captivated me because of the bars. You know what I mean? Like he had the ill content. But right. Travis, he got bars. Like, but he's it's not. Different. It's a vibe. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, explain to the old heads what is it about like a Trav or somebody that, oh, man, this is the truth. This is it right here, you know? So first and foremost, like even, you know, of course, my pops had a lot of influence and in, like music I listened to. So like, word, word, word. <laughs> my initial like, not to say that this was the first hottest song, but the first song that really put me onto Nas, like that I fully listened to, was Undying Love. Not necessarily because it's like, yo, this is the hottest bar, but like, that's my first time hearing like a full story. Like that really painted a picture of my head of what was going on. I, I in my head listening to the song, I see him coming up the staircase, you know, anger in his. So like, you gotta play that song. So like, I understand it from that point. I feel like back then a picture was truly painted, you know. But considering we're going on the same topic of the newer generation enjoying vibrations, and just like how well how well-y produced the song is you know i feel like this is a generation of producers where they don't necessarily get their shine because you know it's just a very famous artist attached to them but majority of the work nowadays is in a producer and i feel like you know they're not getting their complete credit when it's come to that but what it is now it's it's literally just everyone's lifestyle was different so the lifestyle back then was in accordance to the lyrical content that was being promoted you know if if like you mentioned earlier, nowadays there's so many ways to make money, and that your generation birth, the generation of hustlers, is just not the same way. We don't have to go about it the same way. Now it's more on the internet, technology based, drop shipping, all all of that stuff, you know. Digital so, thugs. <laughs> Twitter fingers. Twitter fingers. Yeah. Um, so I think now it it comes more what's beyond music. You know, a lot of people have a stigma with mumble rap. You know. Um, I hate it. And I, I, and, I can, and I can totally understand, but like the generation before you guys, or generation or two, I can't date it exactly, but people used to listen to scat. 
And right? they scattered And like everyone thought that was the shit. That was in our generation, my You see what I'm saying? How it goes down. Like the generation before you thought that was amazing. And they're not even saying anything. But even you guys' generation or a little bit before have bum stickity bum stickity bum hum. And like he's not really saying nothing, but it was a dope vibe. It was a dope vibe going. I think they were unique. There wasn't really a lot of other artists. But that's what it lacks. <laughs> that's what this generation lacks a little in diversity. Because yeah. once something is hot, everybody rides that wave. And like I like Drake, but come on now, yo, he jacks flows, and people are gonna be like, oh, it's not jacking, you know. But in, in a way, how you really feel, yo? I yo, mean, Drake's the United Nations rap man. Yeah, he got every that. language on. Lock. I get that, and you know, I, I'm not even hating because I see, I see the the, the mastermind thought behind it okay he's like all right i want to get fans over here oh yeah i like that okay i could do that too but you know i think he's at that point where he could stretch his brand like that you know what i mean and mm. you can be like an old genre kind of artist but back you know in our era we had like we had different genres even in our genre you know you had like de la soul you had the jungle uh, um jungle, jungle brothers. brothers you had they had the native tongue that whole native tongue movement yeah. was amazing right. that movement is like the eight i can I, I compare that to like the asap crew how, how right. you have you know um what's his name um that rapper that um him and asap are like boys and he sometimes acts weird and shit he, he had the igor um what's his name um Ego album Tyler the Creator Tyler the Creator like so you know he was yeah. he's nice. what's that whole crew like um ASAP Tyler they all that uh, to me they can't fuck with digging in the crates no but like that was <laughs> reminiscent to me of they they are trying to be unique mm. they aren't trying to sound like other people you know what right. I mean right so but it's like, commendable yeah exactly so that's what makes me re- reminds me of that but like once Migos came through bro mm-hmm. and they and they threw that 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 mumble so rap Cedric flow, Cedric whatever, Cedric. bro. Mm-hmm. The whole hip hop change. I will give him that, bro. Once, once Drake used that flow, bro. The whole world took it, and then everybody is is is, is doing that right now. Yeah, I think. Well, um, go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. I think what also changes music now is that it's more than music. You know, everyone. Jay's been saying it. Jay was like in. Jay was in, in, in You Know This, uh, I believe his name is song, where he's like, "Whoever thought I'd be selling clothes?" I think music now has become more than just music it's fashion it's cinematography it's it's more than just music so like someone like asap that you brought up you know a lot of people respect him in the community but there's also a large um a large community that's like yo he fell off he's not really rapping like he used to you know and it's because people's visions are much more than what just you know an, an auditory you know thing jay is able to do that though man jay, jay is, is able like Come on. He hits all types of platforms. He's been putting us on since day one. We'll build on that uh, after we come back, after this little break. We'll be right back. Let's go. You want to set it off this time? What's the... Say welcome back or whatever. Next topic that you guys want to... Movies. Welcome back, everyone. I had to get a little refreshment. A little, so little, cheers. little cheers. cheers. This is our first episode, man. Cheers summer. to the pilots. The summer yes. drink. Mm-hmm. Little summer. So, you, so you got that nice little pink thing over there. You know what I'm saying? Little, little new age pink, little mauve. Word up. Um, <laughs> that neon flow. It's fuchsia. <laughs> know what I mean? So, you know, we're, we're hosting here in the Big Apple. Shout out to uh, New York City. 
Born and raised, all of us, I'm assuming, right? Yep. No, I actually wasn't. I'm an immigrant. <laughs> I'm a citizen now, but I am. I was born in Ecuador. Okay. And so I've been here since I was two. So I'm pretty much New York of my whole life. Yeah. yeah. What? Well, shout out to all my Equas because we are Same. Equas. You know what I'm saying? Up. I mean, you're you're pretty much a big mutt, I'm man. I'm freaking. I'm the UN too. <laughs> That's my so, kid. She's a super <laughs> mutt. So I'm half Puerto Rican, half Ecuadorian, right? Mm. But you're half Puerto Rican, half Ecuadorian. Your mom is half Colombian, half Puerto Rican. So you're white. You're more Puerto Rican. Yeah, 50% Puerto Rican, 25-25 Colombian and Ecuadorian. That's beautiful. Shout out to the South America. Shout out to all our Hispanics, man, all the Latin community. Yes, sir. You know, one thing I do love about them, man, we um, definitely are, we help each other and we give each other that support. So um, shout out to everyone. But really shout out to every kind of ethnic background. We appreciate everybody's support, too. You know, because... We grew up in East New York, where it was, you, you as well, no. the majority was just black. I didn't even know I was Spanish until, like, I got older. I thought I was black. <laughs> 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 Facts, yo. So, you know, shout out to everybody, man, and every community, doesn't matter, suburban, every culture, suburbia, every race, you know, creed. in the city, in the hood, man. We're living in some crazy times right now, and we just got to definitely overcome, man. We have to help, inspire each other to... to find that there's more to life than what we're seeing right now, you know? Absolutely. Speaking of crazy times, uh, what do you guys think about New York's current state? You know, quarantine, phase three, transit, opening, closing of stores, I, everyone's I, I, parking I, lot, uh, parking taken away. What, I, what I'll thinking? keep it I'll, I'll keep it simple. I, I've kind of been disconnected from yeah. a lot of the news and shit like that. It's for my own peace mm-hmm. of mind because I, I can't be on the news 24-7. It's just too much shit going on and it's like you know you, you gotta live your life regardless so what's the point of letting the news and everything going on stress you out you know you just gotta I think that's one good thing that keep it moving you actually help me sometimes you know cause I do you know we come from Everbow but we're reading Behold the Pet Horseman we're reading New World Order we're reading about Michael that's, Jackson yeah. this is in the 90s and bro and we seeing shit like that unraveling now and so. we see it happening now right so it, it kind of puts that whole visual to to that mental thought that we had back then but like you said i just gotta detach man because you know when you start seeing stuff that doesn't add up like there's no in you know no dining indoors in the city but you go to long island we we were just in a in a restaurant there Mm -hmm. last two weeks ago yeah indoors i was in connecticut dining indoors you know so it's like it depends on the state yeah and then and then in new york city like they don't want to open up gyms but they got the daycare open. You could drop, so it's okay to drop off your kids, yeah. who are gonna be all around each other's mucus and spitting things up. And but yeah. you can't open up the gyms and and, and the yoga That's studios. Some nasty ass kids. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Just the kids, they say what up like this, bro. The, the kids are. You, you see I mean, them that, sometimes, man. They have no kind of. Of course, they 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 are mindful of of stenches. You know what I mean? Things that smell. But like as far as being like touching their eyes or touching their nose, they do it a billion times. And that's what builds the immunity system, you know? Facts. Yeah. So it's like, I have to detach, bro, because when things don't don't add up. don't add up, you're like, it's like by default you start thinking there's another agenda, you know. But then yeah. that's a rabbit hole because there's super rabbit hole, a yeah. whole bunch of different agendas, it's like you know all I mean? kinds like, of holes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, man, right like, there, that's where you enter like the pause, pause, pause. Hit the pause, <laughs> pause. Yeah. But, it's just man. a lot going on, man, and so that's why we need to. That's why, like my channel. Well, what, what do you do to, to help yourself stay grounded? Like, well, I, you know, I, I would do workouts at home. I kind of been slacking off this, like, summertime, like, July, June-ish. You do these uh, kind of workouts? One, 
Yeah, <laughs> the food workout. Um, yeah, I've been drinking a lot more water though, so I think that balances out. My daughter got me Eight one of bottles. those big ass jugs. Yeah. So it's like it tells you, like it gives Almost you little there. inspirational phrases. Yeah. Um, so that you know, do, I do go for long walks in our neighborhood in Jackson Heights. They closed down one of the avenues so people could just walk with no cars driving by. Do you want to hear a fun fact mm-hmm. about um, uh, your area? Mm-hmm. So it was one of the highest I areas, know. right? I know. And now. Uh, the latest report is saying that they have herd immunity. So over mm. 65% of that community mm. has already had yeah. antibodies. Yeah. So they're saying if, if well, now they're saying there's not, there's not waves. They're saying it's mm. one big wave. Mm. Again, this is just a lot of... So much information out there, man. Like, I, that's what I... Like, I just... I'd rather keep it neutral because I, you know, I used to lean more towards the left and now it's like I'm seeing some of the shit... The right be doing a lot of dumb shit, but I kind of see some of the things that they saying that makes sense but then the left says you know a lot of stuff that makes sense but then the the extreme like the far left and the far right is those conflicting ideologies and i just took a stance like i i I can't i don't want none of that two wings of the same bird yeah i don't want i don't want none of that right not just on the political side but also the 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 followers the people that actually have, believe and live by those ideologies that take it too far, bro. It's like it's like there's never gonna be peace or unity between our society because you have these different ideologies and and then you got the extreme, the hate groups, and it's just a lot of shit, man. All right, so, so in a perfect world, if you had a magic wand that you can do this, mm-hmm. what what would you do? I, if I had a magic wand, I would uh, I would mine all the diamonds in the world and the gold. I would um. I think I think for us to function as a society, I don't want to get too crazy deep with it, but we need to eradicate things like um, like like greed, greed, hatred. Wow. Um, these are the Preach. things. A lot of things that are the evil in this world that is that is that is um, that is conducted by evil, powerful people is because of greed. You know what I mean? All the shit that's going on in the world and all these impoverished countries and all that shit is because there's a greedy group of motherfuckers out there doing fucked up shit to that country for their natural resources, for, for whatever. And it stems from that. It stems from power, the need to control. It, it, you know, it's, it's just a lot, man. So, look, that magic, I love that. But there's small steps we can take to achieving that. Because you said the, the main thing was greed, right? So, without getting all Gandhi-ish, but what mm-hmm. did Gandhi did say? He said you have to be the change you want to see in the world. Exactly. So, it starts with, with, with you as an individual. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Along those lines, like uh, with the magic wand, I think it really does stem from just a mindset. I think information yeah, and teaching. To be grounded, like to be zened out. I mean, I think uh, considering I'm on the same boat, you know, being a young father as well. Shout out to Noah. Uh, a lot gets put into perspective of life and what you truly value. And, you know, I, I do tend to meditate and I stretch in the morning, try mm-hmm. to listen to 300, uh, 432 hertz music. Yo, don't, don't be looking for me. Don't be looking mm-hmm. for me. Oh, that's some next level shit. <laughs> they're gonna they gonna come with that unmarked van, bro. They're gonna put them in the let van. Me, let me get my so helmet. Before Art gets into his yoga Zen talk, um, you know, I used to train uh, you know, train some jujitsu and now because of the whole gym situation, it's hard to even do that and you know, like like the like the people at my gym they'll do like Zoom, 
you know, virtual classes, which isn't the, same, the same. Because when you train grappling, you need another person res giving you resistance, giving you some type of, you know, some type of resistance. So, so you miss that manly firm hold is what exactly, you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, miss, I miss getting out of those bad spots with, with you know, other people uh, on top of me. But yeah, man. So, you know, I, I have been breathing a lot. Thank you, Ark, for putting me on to that. That Wim Hof has changed my life. Changed bro. all of our lives. Bro, bro, the breathing. You shed some light on. You know, exactly it's crazy. So, I'm not. Go ahead, bro. No, take, please, take, no, take it over because, um, you know, you, you always post a lot of inspirational stuff. And the thing is that you don't know who's seeing it out there. You might be change, You might be affecting that person's life for the better without even realizing it. You know what I mean? So, I, I, I commend think, you for that, bro. I, thank you. I, I think you nailed it right there. And that's. I think we shouldn't be worrying about who we're targeting. As long as you send out a good message, the right person is gonna gonna resonate with it. You know, there was something I told myself. I was like, man, let me just put out a bunch of good, positive. It's not just being positive, man, because in this reality right now, is a lot of negativity happening as well. So we have to acknowledge the negative, right? But not let it impact, not let it poison your well, so to speak, right? You have yeah. to understand, but then see what resources do you actually have and how are you living your life? So, like right now, we are blessed to be in my son's home, very beautiful apartment, right? And we're not really being impacted, per se, by the true horrors of the world right now. So what, what are we doing right now? We're taking this as a platform so we can give inspiration to others who would like to see that? Because if there isn't some kind of beacon light out there or there isn't some kind of inspiration, then everyone is going to be hopeless. Mm -hmm. And why have these resources or a platform where you can do something and then not use it, man? So it's like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We're not trying to point anybody out. Yo, you got the right person to come, even if it's whoever it is. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the key thing is just consistency and just acknowledging and also enjoying your life man we got to enjoy the life we're living right now like this moment i, I once we start had this idea i couldn't wait because i'm like what this is gonna give me another reason to spend more time with my son but now it's in a different dynamic because now it's like more professional and i always say this my son is probably more mature than me and that's why his code name is little <laughs> big bro. bro you know i'm probably big little bro <laughs> 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 you know, it, it's definitely, he, he definitely balances me out, and I learned a lot from that. But I also learned that sometimes I got to rein it back a little because, you know, not everybody is ready to be thrown in the fire. You know what I mean? And you definitely don't want to throw anybody into the water that doesn't even want to swim. You know, only, I'm only throwing people in the water that are trying to swim or, or, or want to or see an alternative way of thinking, you know, like, okay. Think outside the box. Exactly. And that's what we have to do right now because we can't listen to the to, to the to what the media says because they're not, and, and not that I want to be anti-media or anti-news, but, bro, there's nothing positive about the news. There's so many success stories mm -hmm. going on with this COVID thing. So many people cure, like, you know, this is sidebar. I'm not trying to do some some shameless promotion, but... Even my wife and I, we, we, we did a, uh, we, we started a charity run and, you know, got on the New York Times. And this was just us, a, an idea of like, what are we going to do? You know what? We're going to help the people out. We're going to help, help the most the closest fortunate. people that we can help out. And something small like that just grew. So you, don't, you really don't know what you're capable of doing until you actually do it. And I didn't know at all that we're going to be in the New York Times. You know, like that blew my mind. But 
in the, in the same token, once I started seeing that a lot of the, the, the stories that we were hearing that even some of the New York Times were, were, were um, promoting never got published. So, again, they're keeping us in the dark for, for whatever reason, and they're just, the propaganda is to just throw fear, fear, negativity. fear. Negativity. So and negativity. We, have to, we have to balance that out. We got to be the positivity to that negativity. Don't, we're not ignorant to it, yeah. but we're deciding not to let it impact us. You know what I mean? We're, we're taking that as fuel. But, you know, what I usually do to ground is pretty much what y'all brothers are doing too. Medi- a lot of meditation, a lot of breathing techniques. Shout out to Wim Hoffman. He was a genius. Please look him up. His story is amazing. His story alone is inspiring. Yep. Like, and he's, he's older than all of us. O- older than all of us. And they literally have him in labs injecting him with viruses to show it to see if, if his immune system could even be stunned by some of these viruses. And none of them have. Well, his story is beyond amazing. And it's all from breathing, from, from controlling breathing your and, and being in the cold. Yeah, because the nervous system is your first frontline defense against anything. No matter what you're experiencing, your nervous system impacts the whole body by far. But before that, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, just that, yoga, and bar work, man. Going to the park, still getting in that old class. jail workout. That <laughs> jail work, yo. Facts, yo. <laughs> Even you, yo. I saw, I saw what you, you and, um, um, and Doing the Cliff. football workouts. Yeah. That oh, was crazy. Okay. Did you see that? Football that's drills, no. Joke, but I've seen, I've seen, yeah. like, I've seen uh, athletes train that. You know, it's some real deal shit. We got to see if we could keep up with that, with the youngins on that. Because yeah. when I saw how fast those legs were moving, pause, I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, you know what we should do? We should sign up for the Spartan race. Have you ever seen what that is? Uh, is do you think they I know what it is. It's like a, I know what it is. It's like. They, they do it at like uh, City Field yeah, and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of obstacles that you go through. Mm-hmm. And like some double dare. <laughs> kind of, yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, that's dope. Like the Titan Games and American Ninja type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be down for something like that. I gotta prepare a year for that, and then I'll let you know. Mental, man. What we were just talking about is all the mental. Yeah, yeah gotta I gotta break down that. Factor. I gotta get back in shape for that one. Aside from uh, keeping peace, you know, with internally, what are you guys doing to just have fun? You know, we're uh, talking about a lot of dark stuff, a lot of crazy stuff. So like we're just, light. yeah. So since we're home yeah. more, me and my girl will just you know we'll throw on some Netflix, watch some movies, we'll rent shit. We got the Switch. I'm not a big game. I wouldn't call myself a big gamer. Yeah. I used to play the old school shit. That you know the old the old vi- uh, old school, um, the Nintendo Super Nintendo. So we got the Switch, and with that you could play all the original joints, mm-hmm. which is fun because it was simpler. Like you know you got two buttons. Now you got these. Xbox controllers with like 18 different fucking <laughs> buttons. You got the fucking virtual you goggles. Pedal. You got a you got a PS4. You got to play online and talk to other people. It's just too much shit for me. So I like to keep it simple. We play some Mario Kart, uh, some you know fucking Legend of Zelda, or whatever. And you know, you'll speak on that. I know your general your game is like real. Official yeah, gamers. man. Even um, I know recently it's uh, it was a very popular topic on the Joe Rogan. Uh, shout out Joe Rogan, very successful podcaster as well. Uh, where he made statements about video games um, not really being useful or uh, being a waste of time. I, you know, I, I, it's kind of like a, a Kanye statement, let's say. You know, it sounds very outlandish and a lot of people responded negatively uh, to it. But I think there's both, there's two meanings to it, you know. There's a lot of people who do make professions uh, within That's gaming. Say, yeah. You know, where there's a lot of streamers, Twitch streamers, YouTube streamers getting, uh, making revenue off of this. Um, and there's people that are coaches. That he are did people. have, I'm sorry, he did have a phase that he was addicted to Doom. 
And I think that's why he probably said something like that because yeah. he felt like maybe that was just taken away from his productivity. Yeah, like but he was he was a big gamer at one point. Yeah. He was like playing Doom like all the time and shit. But go ahead, I'm sorry. But no, and I do see the other side of if you know if you're not trying to make anything of it, then what are you truly doing? Right. Other than just right. it's just like too much of anything, too much too much uh, watching too much TV. Right. You know, just extra drinking too much water. Yeah. This I is mean, where really. I probably would have to disagree with Joe Rogan a little, mm-hmm. although he's one of the podcast kings. Love it. But all right, there's a there's a quote that says idle time is the uh, the devil's workshop. Right. What that really means, idle time is not knowing what you're going to actually do. So if I say to myself, yo, I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to do nothing. I'm just going to be home chilling. That's technically not me doing anything. My initiative for that day, my goal for the day was to do nothing. So it's not idle time anymore because it's it's choreographed time. I'm spending this time to do nothing. So I think it's about dictating what you're doing with your life sometimes so that's equivalent to me watching two to three hours of, 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 of a movie you know what i mean if i'm or me watching which i do i'm guilty of that watching netflix and just binge watching and watch every episode of you know what i'm saying the queen of the south or narcos and just see the whole series so that's equivalent to to to, to that pretty much so it really at the end of the day is whether or not is productive for your well-being. Does it give you sanity? Does it give you peace? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I it's agree. just everything in moderation. That's what it just comes down to, you know? Facts. Yeah, everything in moderation. You know, sometimes you need a little bit of something. Sometimes you need a lot of something. Sometimes you just need enough. Woo! Word up. Word Perfect balance. <laughs> like, everything should be. That's a famous Thanos quote before he wiped half of... Uh, all when, living. He's, when he's balancing the dagger on his finger. Yeah, yeah I didn't know yeah. that shit was for real, though, when he snapped that, because that shit really transferred into, like, real life <laughs> over here, bro. It did, it did. Yeah, man. It's crazy times. Well, what, what is your thoughts on the whole Thanos uh, mindset about clearing a population for the rest to survive? Um, I, I think his... his I guess his heart was in the right place. I don't know. <laughs> it's so, like, you know, everyone has a motive. But, his, you know, but he has, was still evil, because yeah. he was... But he went... By any means type of shit to do it. Like, he was killing families. But that also goes to show you that it's all about delivery. You know, Hitler had... Wow, we going there? (laughs) He had thousands. He had millions of followers before he did that. You know, like, these people literally, they voted him into office, bro. Remember that? So, it's all about delivery. Kind of relatable to our time right now, right? right? And how you speak. But, so, it's it's all on delivery. But at the end of the day, man... um, not, not that I, I would agree with that, but, and this is a, a fact as well, the whole population could fit in Texas mm. if they live how New York fixed, mm. how, how New York lives. You see how we lived on top they of each other? They don't want us in Texas, bro. But this, I'm talking about the whole <laughs> world's population. You know, so Rogan's is, moving to Texas. But yeah, look, this is yeah, 9 billion yeah. people that if they lived in the same fashion that New York lives in skyscrapers right, and everything, right, right. the whole population of Earth could fit in Texas. So where are we at now? Six billion? That's we're like it. we're like I think nine billion. Are people. you fucking serious? Yeah. That's so, what I'm saying. Like so it makes you, you, know, it makes you wonder about things like seven point five. Okay, oh so yeah, so billion uh, as we of were, 2018. That's fucking crazy. So but to to isn't that crazy that the whole population of Earth could fit in Texas if they live like in, like how New York lives? So it shows you there's a lot more space on the Earth, man. They just whoever's that you know behind the veil and those you those know unseen what's deep hands. about that. You know what's deep about that? 
that in the movie Armageddon, the asteroid that was going to hit Earth was the size of Texas. Wow. Wow. You see the connection? Yo. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis, kid. He's behind all this. But I knew it. That's what we're doing a lot, too, man. I mean, we discuss a lot of movies lately and a lot of shows. Some, some of... I love that they, they even brought back some, some old classics. Like, What's that? Last Airbender, bro. When I oh. saw that out there, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Best we could US have an episode series. devoted just for like, um, what's the shit you watch? Dragon Ball Z. Because I know Z, you yeah. love that shit. I mean, I could talk I about Marvel life movies like that, all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So that we're going to have to, yeah. One day we're going to carve it out. There's going to be strictly old older stuff that like Voltron that came like back. Power Rangers fuck Power Rangers Shout out can't nerds. Fuck this is gonna be the episode <laughs> for y'all you know yeah bro yeah fuck Power Rangers <laughs> yeah. alright guys I but think yo, that was a man, pretty dope episode yeah, man. dope okay. first pilot yes sir. yes sir thank you guys for coming thanks everyone for oh. being here yeah good nah. stuff guys good stuff this is just the beginning you know we just did this kind of like more of a icebreaker uh get the feel for everything get the you know get the dynamics of the whole shit you know uh, we'll keep it moving from here guys good job aspire to inspire bless y'all cheers cheers peace that's it nice damn son you see how fast one hour pretty much yeah Yeah. we got a good 40 minutes worth of stuff yeah